My name is Lori. Um, I'm a compulsive eater, and the real reason I call myself a compulsive eater instead of a compulsive overeater is because I spent my life binging and dieting, and I realized that every time I dieted, I was under eating, and so um, that's why I call myself just a compulsive eater. I just food. That was it. the The whole purpose of my life was was to eat or not eat. Um, my top weight was 208 pounds, um, which is quite a bit for somebody who's 5'1". And um, it's funny because I go to a 100-pounder meeting and I have to say I only am maintaining 75 pounds of weight loss. Interestingly enough, in, in this period of COVID, I decided that I was going to just tweak my meal plan just a little bit. Um, and my husband and I are getting more exercise. So I've actually lost another five pounds, but I don't count that yet until um, I'm certain that I'm maintaining it. But I know I've been maintaining that 75 pounds for um, about seven years, seven, eight years now. Um, and I've been abstinent back to back for um, nine plus years. So um, I was fortunate when I came into this program the discussion was on the, uh, there was a discussion on the um, definition of abstinence at the time. And I believe what was being added was um, the issue about uh, achieving or uh, maintaining your healthy weight. And um, so to me, when I came into the program, as far as I was concerned, there was no other kind of abstinence. It was refraining from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors um, while getting to or maintaining my healthy body weight. So that was a real advantage for me because I never thought that I had a choice to just choose, you know, this behavior or that behavior. I had to include all of my food behavior in my meal plan. I was um, fortunate that I used to be a nurse, so I used to teach um, diabetic food plans. And so I knew fully well how to follow a meal plan that would last for the rest of my life and be balanced and healthy and easy to follow and included things that foods that were important to me um, by exchanging them for other foods within categories. And so it was really easy to follow. And I stopped, the, the day I came into this program, I stopped dieting, I stopped going on weight loss diets and started just eating the right amount of food to maintain what I weigh now. Well, actually five pounds more than what I weigh now. Um, and um, it worked. I lost the 75 pounds and it wasn't difficult. I never at any time struggled with it. Um, from the beginning, I, you know, I made all the mistakes a newcomer makes, you know, including trying to reword the third step prayer because I didn't like the way it was stated. But when it came to my meal plan and abstinence, it was absolute. I, I did not have a higher power when I came into this program. Um, I had been brought up with a God that terrified me and um, I wanted nothing to do with. But I came into this program and had 
OA itself be my higher power. And so to that, I committed and I actually made a covenant, which is stronger than a commitment. I am as confirmed in my meal plan and sticking to it as I am to my marriage vows. It is that important to me because I knew from the very beginning that this is what I had to do. I was 65 when I first learned that OA existed. I didn't have any more time to fiddle around and lose weight and gain it back and lose weight and gain it back. At the time I came in, I was um, abusing laxatives and I was gaining weight because I was sneaking downstairs after my husband went to sleep and stuffing myself with food so that he wouldn't know. Um, and so, yeah, uh, I was having candy until I was dizzy and I still couldn't stop it. And as a nurse, I knew what that meant. It meant that my body wasn't able to deal with all that sweet stuff anymore and that it was getting to my brain and actually beginning to harm my brain. And it scared the daylights out of me, but I still couldn't stop until I came into this program and made that commitment and said, okay, I am going to follow this. Ah, but I can't do it by myself. I have to have help. And that was when I got a sponsor and I sent my food to my sponsor every day. And there are kind of two ways to do that. Some people commit their food first in the morning, but I never quite know what's in the refrigerator. So I um, send my food that I actually ate. And that required me to be absolutely honest. It didn't do anybody any good for me to lie about anything that I was eating. Sometimes I forget. I am 75 now. It's an excuse. Yeah. Um, but it, it doesn't help to lie about it because my sponsor can't help me tackle it if she doesn't know. And it just brings up guilt. It would bring up guilt for me. So I had to be honest. So when it came down to being tempted by a food, it was, okay, I'm going to have to tell my sponsor if I ate this. And I really don't want to have to tell her that. So instead of lying, I would just not eat it. And then I would be grateful that I had this program that was showing me a way not to have to eat all that stuff that I used to eat. And believe me, I used to eat. I used to think that I could win any eating contest, um, you know, no matter what it was. And it, unfortunately, when I was five, I did um, several eating contests, one of which was a watermelon eating contest. And I cried because the, uh, I won and I cried because the um, prize was a watermelon and I don't like watermelon. So, I mean, how idiotic is that? But it was food. They put it in front of me. I, mean, I can win something. I'll eat it. And so, you know, I lived my life that way. Had no idea, even though um, got divorced, um, I actually became a horrendous binger at that time and used that because it was way back in the days when there was no such thing as no fault to divorce. You had to have a good reason. 
And so my reason was um, mental cruelty and that he had turned me into a compulsive eater. It didn't register. I just used that term. And it wasn't until I finally couldn't control anything anymore, came into this program. And so what changed? What did this program do that, that made a difference to me? What it did was the first time I walked into the rooms, I realized I'm not alone. I used to think that everybody else that was overweight was overweight because they wanted to eat, that I was the only one that, that was nuts and couldn't stop eating. And I walked into the rooms and discovered that we're all the same. We all couldn't stop eating. And so I felt like I belonged for the first time. And this, this was wonderful. So it was very positive right from the get-go. And having a sponsor to guide me, guide me through the steps, and through the steps and through working the program, I found my higher power. And it has been a powerful experience for me. Um, my higher power has been with me through thick and thin, through going on a cruise, which was all food. And all I did was I asked for specific foods that fit my program. Didn't gain a weight in two weeks. Went to a Vegas buffet because my grandson wanted to go. Still, all that stuff there was not my food. I picked out what was mine. That was fine. It doesn't matter where I am, what I'm doing, what the holiday is. You know, the joke is, what do OAers call Thanksgiving? Thursday. And that basically is, is the philosophy of me. It's always the same day. Because the only way I can enjoy being with other people and going to a birthday party or going to a Christmas celebration with my family, where our family motto is, when we meet, we eat. And sadly, it was literally my mother's last words. My sister said, when we meet, my mother said, we eat. That's what I grew up with. Um, and... This program got me past that. So in order to stay there, though, I couldn't just stay static. I have to keep it different all the time. And by different, I mean different service. I will take any opportunity to give service in this program because it keeps me aware all day long, every day, that this is the most important thing in my life in order to be able to be a better wife, a better mother, a better grandmother, um, a better sister. I'm on the West Coast. Everybody else is on the East Coast. But I'm now um, finally developing a relationship with my granddaughter that because she was born when I was still in the food and that was more important than anything else, I never really developed a relationship with her. And now I accept that was a fact, that was true, that is what is, um, but I can do something about it. She texts, so I text her from time to time and we have little discussions and it's making a little progress and it's the best that I can do and that's fine because I realize I'm alive and I'm not alive because of anything that I've done. When I wake up in the morning, I have no responsibility for the fact that I woke up. That is strictly my higher power.
gave me the breath, gave me the spark of life, got me through horrendous cancer treatment, and I'm alive. And right this minute, that's the only one that counts. So right this minute, my goal is to have it be the best quality as possible. And to do that, I need to be with other people. And to be with other people, I need to live in a way such as such that if I'm helping them, it's because I've paid attention to what they need, not to what I think they need. I can't control what anyone else needs for their meal plan. I only know what works for me. I can't control what anybody else does with their steps. I only know that having worked the steps numerous times, different methods each time so that I'm getting a different perspective, that's worked for me. I learned early on, if you want what we have, you have to do what we do. There's a lot of flexibility in there. There's a lot of different things that we can do. But to me, giving back some of which I've received is of primary importance. Like Bill W., working with another alcoholic kept him sober, even if it didn't keep them sober. Um, I learned to love people in this program. I learned to appreciate people in this program. I generally, when I hang up the phone with people or sign off from a text, I'll say, love you because I really mean it. It was a whole new kind of love that was in my life that wasn't there before. And all those things all combined together bring me that peace and serenity that is recovery. And, you know, I am so grateful for that. I'm grateful for everything. I'm grateful that I got a monitor for my birthday so that when I'm in this meeting, I'm not a dark face. If the monitor is on, it lights my face because there's no light in my desk little things. Um, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is to have an attitude of gratitude, to work, to be positive, to, to take an idea that's negative and turn it around and state the same thing positively. I am a compulsive eater, but I am in, I am, I consider myself recovered because I'm not practicing it right now. It means it's still there. If I stop practicing it, it's going to come back because I've listened to enough people who've gone through relapse to know it comes back. So I'm not going to be arrogant enough to uh, ignore that warning that I got from all everybody else. I didn't do this program. I just work it. Thank you and love you.